Independent Productions is proud to announce the release of Phantom Canyon, a feature-length Western horror audio drama. We've been happy to provide you with hundreds of episodes of free audio dramas for the past 10 years and hope you'll support us in our latest endeavor. Phantom Canyon is now available on iTunes, Amazon, and Audible.com, or by following any of the links to the show from PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Eighty-five hours since Liza Finch's kidnapping. We've hit a wall. No hits on Jones's credit cards, no one knows where he's gone, no one even knew if he had any friends. And apparently no one even knew he had a daughter. Seems like he kept to himself. Which is weird. What kind of recluse opens a sports bar? It was a cover that worked for him. I, I don't know. I, I thought it was strange. And we're sure this guy's Europa. The same Europa that told my CI there was heroin in that warehouse? Positive. Europa works for Uriah, like this Ganymede wildcard. Still nothing on that one, Jane? No, nothing. We have no idea where Danica fits in either. Do, do you remember Danica? The name's familiar, but it's blurry somehow. I, I can't... For Christ's sake... Organized crime, Special Agent Sonby McGrath speaking. I'm sorry, who is this? I understand that you want to speak to the sergeant, but we're in a meeting, ma'am, so you're going to need to- Here, here, here. Let me put it on speaker. You don't understand. This is an emergency. I'm being chased by- Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jesse Cesare? Montague's campaign manager? I thought she was dead. Just when you thought it couldn't get more convoluted. I know things. About Donica, about your friend Jane, everything. But I need to go into protective custody. I used to- My name is Aaron. My name is Sarah. My name is Jane. One rainy evening in March, I appeared on the doorstep of Dr. Liza Finch. Without a name, without a memory. But as the pieces fall into place, I'm starting to realize I don't have the blank slate I thought I did. This is Tabula Rasa. Season 2, Episode 4. Call up all your fortitude. was that? She was dead, right? It was on the news. She was killed with Montague. We've got to find her. Do we have a way to trace the call? 
555-0579. Looks like the cell number she gave me last time she was in here, the day Pickett died. Somebody get a hold of her provider, see if we can't track her down. On it. I've met her before. After the accident. She never triggered anything. She can't know anything about me. Could she be Uriah or Danica? I, I don't know, maybe? Or maybe she's this Ganymede. Ganymede's a man, I thought. Doesn't matter. We need to focus on finding Europa. Clark, you said he was here. Yeah, same day Jane showed up. And the day after, when Pickett died, or killed himself. Still no cause of death on that one? I'm afraid I don't know that, Agent McGrath. You see, we don't know how Pickett died for the same reason we had to turn McCauber loose, because it was no longer part of our investigation. It was yours. You had him in custody? Why? For questioning. We got a tip about an explosives deal in his bar. Then we discovered Jane, and we held him. But habeas corpus being what it is, we had to let him go. No evidence to detain him, and it was no longer our case. That should have been in the reports. When I was assigned to the case, I received thousands of pages of documents. There was a lot to cut. No dice. The phone's not on the grid. Damn it. Where do we go from here? Back to square one. You have access to all the relevant reports, so I'm going to try and get access to the Montague assassination files. Excuse me, I have to make a couple calls. You don't have to keep- Save it. Why are you here? To get an answer. To what? <laughs> really? You know what? I've been asking about it the entire time you've been here. I... I don't... I... That phone call. How long ago was it now? A decade? Um, eleven years. Almost twelve. That's right. Election night. So more like eleven and a half. Ancient history. Is it? Then why am I standing here? You're standing here because you've become some sort of criminal who tried to assassinate a senator. And how did I do that, Liza? How did I go from a psychologist who dreamed of climbing Mount Everest to a terrorist mastermind? <laughs> Don't flatter yourself. If you were a mastermind, Montague would be dead. Maybe he would be. How did Keith take it, me disappearing like that? He was a little boy who lost his father. He took it about as well as you would expect. And what about you? How did you take it when that phone rang? Stop it. This is what I came to find out, Lizzie. Don't call me that. Lizzie. You are not allowed to use that name anymore. You dirty, evil, sadistic, twisted asshole. <laughs> So you were angry. That's all I wanted to hear. Danica or someone will bring you some food soon enough. I understand, sir, but it's pertinent to an ongoing investigation of my own. I understand that, but... Yes, the Secret Service does have priority here, but I received a call from a woman who was reported dead. I... Yes, I'll hold. Come in. Any luck? Who knows? 
I keep being bounced back and forth between departments. No one has any clue as to who's allowed to release anything. I talk to my boss at Homeland Security. He says go to the CIA. CIA says talk to the FBI. FBI says it's a Secret Service issue. Secret Service bounces me right back to Homeland Security. I am going out of my mind here. That's the government for you. Bloated, convoluted nonsense. <sighs> Thank you, Sergeant Swanson. Swanson? Parks and Rec? <sighs> Never mind. What is that, like a YouTube thing? Just forget it. Oh, God, put on hold one more time. I'm just going to... Ugh. If you're going to throw something, don't throw it at that wall, because the drywall is just really weak. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, look at us. The green and getting along. It's a nice change. Ganymede, take a seat. Gats is off at the morgue, then. Look, do we have an exit plan? For tomorrow, I mean? Something that's not going to get me arrested? All right, I'll bite. Am I in some sort of trouble? <sighs> I've recently come into possession of Uriah's files. All of them. How did you get those? He kept them encrypted, I thought. He would only send me select ones, and Why each one... Why were you at Fracture? The nightclub? Well, I... Because this sounds very interesting to me. I just took myself a sense of pig and panicked and tried to save his own skin the last time. But the orders were very clear. Montague had to be killed in his hometown. The plan was threefold. Orders from the top were to clear the organized crime in the city. My own purpose is to draw Sarah and her friends away from the senator to finally remove him. But Morris got caught up in his own ego and left, thinking I was leaving it out, putting him on the sidelines. Which prevented me from completing the third objective, which was, of course, to see just how much I could. Your orders that evening were to be at the senator's table. We wouldn't have needed to make the big show at Wrigleyville if you'd stayed for one minute, just to back Cesarea. Now, with all due respect, I- There's more. After the press conference in March, you were beating the tar out of Europa in this very room, instead of being sure Io followed through. And the drinking. Hundreds of dollars of vodka tonics at that damn dive when you should have been out. Reining in your men. No, I don't think that... No, of course I disobeyed Uriah. Uriah was crazy. Do I have to remind you how our chain of command works? You follow orders when they are given. We do not question. We do not refuse. We only carry out. Danica. Meyer, I... Don't use that given name. I hate it. Danica. Listen to me very carefully. Terry, I have been handling you with a classic technique, carrot and stick. You're familiar with the metaphor? Yes, you're calling me an ass. Not at all. 
I've been promising you Uriah's command, and you may still have it. A group of your own, to build and control as you like. That is the carrot. But look around you. What's left of your cell? Three dead, one more soon to be dead, one blind amnesiac, and you. And what about Gats? He was never one of you. Take care you don't end up like the rest, Ganymede. I'd hate to kill you, too. You can go. I have a call to make. It's time to set the final plan in motion. Popcorn? Thanks. Where'd my phone go? Oh, it, um, it fell on the ground there. You didn't pick it up? I'm not the one who left it on the edge of the couch, Finch. It's not my job to clean up after you. Whatever. Wait, were you going through my contacts? No. You're sure? Yes, I am. Look, I said I'd drop it, okay? I understand you can't tell the detective about her husband because it could put your mom's life in danger. I get it. So stop being so suspicious of me. Fine. Sorry. It's just... just worried, is all. Now, hold on. What's this? What did you text yourself from my phone? Oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. No, what is this? A phone number? Whose number is this? Oh, that, oh, um, my phone got reset, and I lost all my contacts, okay? And you had Sarah's number, so I just put it, um, I sent it to myself, and... Clark's number? Keith, look, I... What the hell, Steph? Hang on, just listen to me, okay? No, you listen to me. You're going to get my mother killed. Killed! You don't understand what these people can do. Gats, the guy who has my mom, I watched him shoot a woman in the head. A woman he seemed to know. They seemed friendly. And he put a bullet in her skull like it was nothing. Keith, this is the police we're talking about. It's their job to find her, and they have a way right to her sitting right under their nose. And don't you think that woman deserves to know her husband is a terrorist? If they can't catch Ganymede before he gets to Uriah, then my mom could be dead. You're taking a risk for no guaranteed reward. My mom's in enough trouble. I don't need to make things worse. I'm leaving. Steph, give me your phone. No. Damn it, Steph. Just listen to me. This is going to help you, Keith. Steph. Steph! So, after a couple months in Baltimore PD, I get a call from the man who would ultimately become my boss. But at the time, he was just a skinny guy in a suit. You were in Baltimore PD? Probably had to deal with a lot of The Wire jokes, right? You watched The Wire? Nah, I just, you know, I couldn't get into it. It's too dense and Dickensian and... I certainly had an asshole at Dickens lately. Then where did you... The last case was absolutely in love with it. 
nowadays, you know, he's all about... Oh, could that be... No, just Walker. Who? Friend of mine who lives in town. At least I think in town. Is Evanston in the city? Nah, not really. It's uh, more North Shore stuff. I mean, it's not too far, but uh, it's hardly the city. Right. Let me just send that to voicemail. You didn't change that message from mine, did you? No, people are just going to be confused. Homeland Security knows to call myself. They really need me. Jeez, Walker, relax. You have reached the voice mailbox for Sergeant Nathan Clark, organized pranks. Unfortunately, the owner is not available to take your call. Please leave a message. Hi, my name is Stephanie Nichols. I'm a... I know Keith. Keith Finch? One of your informants. His mom works for you. Listen, one of your detectives is in a lot of danger. You're looking for someone named Ganymede? He's... Steph, hang up the he's phone. He's married to Detective Lakeisha something. She has no idea, he says. He says Gats told him. I... I have to go. What the hell have you done, Steph? Keith, I was trying to help you. Enough. We're done. You may have just killed my mom. Just go. But Keith, come on, I... Go! Son of a bitch. You sound like my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because I'm old. Yeah, he is old. Raphael. I mean, he is a little bit. Uh, great, now that's magically true, too. Thank you, Jane. Again? Really, Walker? Who? My friend who lives in... Oh, it's not him. Who is it? Answer it. Why? Answer it! Organized crimes. This is Special Agent Sonby McGrath at Sergeant Nathan Clark's phone. How may I help you? Good afternoon, Agent. How nice to hear your voice again. Who are we speaking to? Danica. Aaron. How sweet to hear your voice, too. Remembering me, then. I was worried you wouldn't after our meeting at the bar yesterday. You're working with Uriah? Something like that. But I imagine you are worried about your friend, Dr. Finch. She's here, with me. Here. Hello? Liza! Doc, you okay? They treating you alright? Liza. Uriah. Uh, Uriah's here, and I've been talking to him, and Gats, too, and- Dr. Finch, uh, listen to me. Where are they keeping you? <laughs> you missed her. She was right under your noses. But you'll see her again. You just have to listen very carefully.
Featuring the voice talents of Susan Bridges as Erin Jane Sayre, Lynn Cullen as Dr. Liza Finch, Chris Hackney as Detective Rafael Velasquez, Kristen Bays as Detective Lakeisha Morris, Pete Mylan as Sergeant Nathan Clark, Mindy Rest Keenan as Special Agent Sanvi McGrath, James Rossi as Keith Finch, Jason R. Wallace as Terry Ganymede Morris, Sam Sullivan as Uriah, Allison Moser as Danica, Joe J. Thomas as Dr. Calvin Finch, Corson Bremer as Christian Holdridge, Hannah Jankondel as Stephanie Nichols, David Alt as the TV announcer and the voicemail, and Catherine Pride as Jesse Cesari. Written by Jack Kalk. Edited by Teresa Stacy. Directed by Anna Rodriguez. Assistant director Dave Morgan. Opening theme by her side, written and performed by Karina Barroso. Available on iTunes. Closing theme, Back Home, written and performed by Mile96. Anchor, Bob Sell Chevrolets, Fight the Sea, IOU, The Mission, and Sugar on My Tongue by Josh Woodward. Cold Morning by Audionautics.com. Deep Haze and News Sting by Kevin McLeod. Moonlight Requiem by Zero Project. Produced by Pendant Productions. Tabula Rasa, created by Jack Kalk. Copyright 2014, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Don't you all take a seat. Next time on Tabula Rasa, Danica may hold all the cards, but she's still willing to talk. I'm glad one of us can be reasonable. You are here because I have something important to you. As tensions rise at the negotiating table. Put the gun down or I'll blow your hand off. No, not yet. We can't risk getting them all killed. Long-held secrets are no longer so secret. Lakeisha, your friend has omitted one crucial detail from what she's told you. Not everyone is going to walk away from Season 2, Episode 5 of Tabula Rasa. I don't answer to you anymore. You're finished.